Once again, good evening from the world headquarters in Los Angeles, California. Welcome. Did you hear that? Of course, my name's Jeff Hare. Glad you're with me. Thursday night, we're almost there, right? You know what I mean? You know what I'm getting at? I'm hitting the wrong button there. <laughs> we're getting there. Hope you had a great week so far. Beautiful day today in Los Angeles. I think the weather finally is starting to uh, come around after this crappy winter I think we've all had across the country. I know there's still some areas that are having some issues, some thunderstorms and whatnot across the Midwest and South. But if you're out, do be, be careful, be safe. Anyway, the light's on. Welcome. Glad you're with me tonight. We'll have a, some fun. I got a quick story for you. Hello, Omar. My producer, the great Russ Omar, who accompanied me on many of these adventures we talked about over the years. Anyway, what I want to talk about tonight, I told a story earlier today at work, and I thought, you know what? I got to put this out there. I know I've told variations of the story from time to time, so you may have heard it before. And if you have, hey, bear with me. And if not, hey, I'm just glad you found me and we'll have fun. Okay. So as many of you know, I was single for a lot of years. I mean, uh, at, from the time my first marriage ended until I met Chris and it was six or seven, eight years, something like that. I had a pretty good time during that period of time. I met a lot of great people. Uh, and of course, as we've talked about many times on this podcast, uh, ate plenty of Captain Crunch, which stays crunchy even in milk. And then Big Macs at uh, the place I was living at, Stately Hair Manor, the single wide trailer on the west side of Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Yes, sir, Bob. Anyway. One activity that I did a lot of back in those days was sing karaoke. Now, to be honest with you, I am not a great singer. I don't even think I'd be classified as, uh, classified as a good singer. I think I'd be classified as someone who, when we sing happy birthday at someone's birthday party, I stand in the back, okay? One of those type of singers. You know what I'm talking about, you know, those guys. If you heard me sing, you would agree. Um, but I got to tell you, I enjoyed doing karaoke. It was a lot of fun. And I always said for three minutes, so you're, when you're on stage, you're Sinatra at the Sands. You know, it's all about what you're going to do and how you're going to do it and entertain the crowd. And I always really enjoyed it and had a good time. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I was a three-note singer, by the way. You know, guys like Johnny Cash and Neil Diamond and guys like that who, you know, sing about three notes, no key changes, pretty much monotone. Yeah, that was me right there. I, those I could do pretty well. Uh, but like I said, I wasn't great by any means, but it was always a lot of fun. And, uh, I always did. I met a lot of great people. As I say, every year, uh, my family, I would go with my sister and brother-in-law and my mom and dad, we'd always go to Florida between Christmas and new years. And if you can, you can ask my sister, this should tell you this to be true. The reason I went oh, every year was that there was a great karaoke bar down in Panama city beach where they live now. And we would go down there. And I would go down there just to sing karaoke. I'd go every night. It was like karaoke week. You know, I'd go every single night to this place. It was called the Bubba's Karaoke Cafe. Great place. Had a great sound system. Got every song imaginable. Plenty of cold beer. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better place just to hang out when you're on vacation. And, <clears throat> excuse me. And I would do this every year and had a great time. And they knew me. One thing I noticed when I'd go into the Bubba's was I always got up on stage fairly quickly. And a lot. I would sing 10 or 15 times a night where most people would be lucky to get four or five songs in. The rotation was just so quick and I'd be in rotation two or three times. And if I didn't leave them a song, if I went up there and did not bring a, a slip of paper up for what I wanted to sing next, they would chase me down. The KJ, the karaoke jock, would literally chase me down and say, hey, where's your, where's your sheet? And finally, one time I pulled the guy aside and said, listen to me, I got to know what's going on. Why are you always putting me up high in the, in the rotation? And I'm going up two or three times. And he said, very simple. He said, you're good business. You're solid gold. He said, excuse me, I can't sing. He said, no. He says, you can't. And that's the point. 
A guy like you gets up, a middle-aged guy who's middle management type, who's just out having fun, just enjoying himself. He says, people will sit in the crowd and see you and say, hey, if that guy can do it, I can do it. I don't know if that was a compliment or not, but I took it as one. <laughs> I said, oh, okay, yeah, fine, keep, keep me going then. What, what else you want to hear? You know, and, and we'd keep popping the songs in and keep getting up there. Now, back in Cedar Rapids now, I would go out four or five nights a week, primarily because in the dead of the winter, there's not a whole lot to do. So you go to a bar and sing songs, right? And the crowd was pretty much the same. You knew all the people. You knew the songs they would sing. And it was, in fact, if I go back to the karaoke bars in Cedar Rapids, I'll see the same people saying the same stuff. And I say, you know, it was fun 20 years ago, but where are you at now? You know, but <laughs> anyway, it, I enjoyed it. I got to know, like I said, the people were great. And uh, for three minutes, you're up there just wailing away and having a good time, right? I got from, uh, kind of friendly with this young, uh, girl. Her name was Pebbles. And I mentioned her before on this. Pebbles was a dead ringer for Pebbles Flintstone from the TV show. And a dead ringer for Pebbles Flintstone when she was in her mid-40s, because that's how old as Pebbles was. And she was very nice. I got along very well with her, but she was a little quirky. She had some strange strange habits. Uh, one of her strange habits was that she would never let you see her eat. Every time we'd go to dinner, she would never order anything. Then she'd call me up like on Wednesday and say, hey, Friday night, you want to pick me up and we go to dinner? And I said, well, are you going to eat this week? And she goes, yeah, yeah, I think so. We'd go to some restaurant and she wouldn't order anything. Now, at first I'd get mad about it and say, you know, come on, man, what are you doing? But then I got to realize, you know, I got this going for me. This is a good thing. She's coming out so I don't have to sit by myself. I got someone to talk to. She's not ordering anything. So if I want to get the steak and lobster or whatever, I mean, I got more money to spend on what I want to get because she's not going to order anything. So, yeah, it wasn't a bad deal for me anyway. But, uh, you know, it's kind of strange. You just never let anybody see or eat. Well. We would go to the karaoke bar and we go to the same place every week. And, and she had a song she really, really wanted to sing. It was, you don't bring me flowers. The song by Neil Diamond and Barbara Streisand came out in about 1978 or so. Great song, right? A wonderful song. Everyone's heard it. Uh, Neil and Babs really put that thing together. Well, she'd come up to me and say, Jeff, I want to sing that song with you. And I would say, Pebbles, I can do the Neil Diamond part because it's three whole notes and he doesn't hardly change it at all. It's pretty much a monotone song for him. But nobody can do Barbara Streisand except Barbara Streisand. And I said, I'm telling you, it's a very difficult, everything Barbara does is you don't see anybody sing. You don't hear anybody at all sing Barbara Streisand in a karaoke bar. She goes, nope, I can do it. I can do it. I said, well, okay, put the card in. And after a while, we got Jeff and Pebbles coming up to sing, you don't bring me flowers. And the music would start. And of course, the beginning of that song is the female first, right? So Pebbles would sing two or three words and then just stop dead in her tracks. Not a move, movement, nothing. Just stop with this terrified look on her face. Michelle, you all right? She'd just get a strange look and put the microphone in the stand and walk away. Not saying a word. I'm standing there thinking, well, do I keep singing or do I jump in and do the barber part? Or what do I do here? You know, what do you, what do you, what do you think about? You know, the music's going, everyone's kind of looking at you strange and you're thinking, well, I really could use a drink about now. Most of the time, what would happen is, is the, the KJ, the karaoke jock behind me was a female. She'd grab the mic and start singing. So we were able to get warble the song through and get her done. And I'd go back and sit down and I'd say, Pebbles, what happened? You know, I mean, why would you just get up and walk away, leave me up there? And she said, well, you know, I couldn't do it. I got stage fright or I got this, I got that. And it was just too hard. And I said, okay, well, that's fine. We'll just know next time not to what we can and can't do. And then I'd sit down and go up and sing three or four more songs and have a good evening. Next week, she'd do the same thing. 
and do the same thing where you get up on stage. I'd, I'd say to her, you, you good this week? Oh, I can do it. I've been practicing all week, Jeff. I know the part. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Pebbles. We'd get up there and same thing, three or four words and she'd stop out. One night she started laughing in the middle of it. Kind of made me mad too. I think we, you know, I'm standing there and we got up there and I think this is the fourth or fifth time we got up there and she goes into the first sentence and I think, Hey, she's got it. We're good tonight. This song, we're just going to carry this thing on through. And then the, she's just starting in the middle of us to start laughing. Like she's at a comedy show, you know? And it's like, well, what, you know, this is not a song that you laugh on. Come on, you know, play this thing for what it is, you know? And she'd put the microphone down and go back to her seat and karaoke jock would get it. So I got to the point where she would say to me, Hey, we get there. Jeff, would you please this week? Can we do it? No, 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 absolutely not. I'm not going to have you do this again. I'm going to go and put my own song in. I'll sing ring of fire or convoy or something, but I am not going to go up there and sing, you know, bring me flowers. And she would beg and Jeff, please. I've been working really hard. I need this. So I would say, all right, well then I'd get to, as I walk up there, I'd grab the karaoke KJ behind me, the karaoke jock say, Hey, you ready? All right. She's going to bail. We know it. And when I get that Michelle or when uh, Pebbles, her real name is Michelle, but Pebbles, we called her Pebbles would get that look on her face. I'd look at her and I'd kind of give a look to the KJ and she'd walk over and grab the mic and finish, keep right on going. This went on. I would tell you 10 times that it makes me look like, why would I keep doing it? And why would the place keep doing it? But they did. They all thought it was a joke. I thought it was a joke and try not to laugh at her. I wasn't you know, going to make fun of her by any means, but it was just, you know, you know, I just, after a while I thought, well, maybe I'm, maybe I'm just, uh, you know, psychiatrist here, just helping her out, trying to get her through this thing. And this went on and on and on. Finally, after about the 10th time I, I came in on a Friday night and she was there and she goes, Jeff, tonight? Nope. Oh, please, Jeff, come on. I'll buy you a drink. No, please. I, I've been working. No, you told me this every week. You bought me drinks every week. You begged me to go up there. You know what? I'm not going to do it anymore. I says, it's, I'm going to put my own stuff up there. I'm going to sing my own songs. I want to have a good time. And, you know, it's not about you, Pebbles. I mean, it really is. And after a while, you're, you're embarrassing me and you're you know, embarrassing everyone in the bar. They know you're not going to sing it. Come on. You know, don't. You know, go up and sing something else and do two or three songs and build your confidence and maybe we can do it. But no, well, she got mad at me. She's got mad. Well, I can't believe you'd say that. Oh, okay. But I'm, I'm telling you, I, I'm tired. I mean, I've given you every opportunity and you just haven't done it. No, I went and sit on the other side of the bar. We didn't speak for three or four weeks. She did rope some guy into going up with her and he did it one time. And that was it. She walked out on him and he didn't even look at her. He thrown out of the bar and I said, well, there you go. That's why people get mad. I said, I'm a nice guy. I would try. And over the, like I said, we just, you know, I, I never tried it again. I never got up there again with her and she'd get mad at me. We, of course, drifted apart as, as you, as one would have it, you know, as time goes on, we kind of got older and I don't know, three or four years later, I think I ran into her at a restaurant of all places. She was with some guy and she was actually eating. I look at her and she looks at me and she kind of smiles and I says, Pebbles, good to see you. How you been? And she goes, I'm doing really good, Jeff. And she goes, by the way, look, I'm eating. I said, I noticed that, but I still will not sing. You don't bring me flowers anymore. <laughs> she laughed. I laughed. We got a good big kick out of it. I got to tell you the truth. I sincerely hope she's doing very well. I really do. I had nothing but good thoughts about her. I mean, <coughs> excuse me, except about the songs. You know, it's one of those things. But uh, I, I really hope she's doing well because, you know, I mean, that's, hey, we all understand fear and we all understand phobias and we all got them, right? Thank you very much for tuning in to Did You Hear That? from the World Headquarters in Los Angeles, California. My name is Jeff Hare, along with the great Russ Omar. There. Sorry about that, Omar.
<laughs> I don't know what's going on with this, but is that working? By golly, it is. You know what happens there? You get strange buttons, strange things happen. Glad you're with me. We will see you. We will talk soon. This is Jeff. Have a good evening. Good rest of your week. We'll talk to you probably Saturday night. Maybe I'll come back tomorrow or something. Who knows? Miles Davis will take us home. And anytime Miles Davis can take us home with anything, it is a great night. Believe me.